so much like uh, we do most of the times before we start this, I showed you a little bit of a Premier League clip. Mm-hmm. Right, because for some reason I've just <laughs> become enamored with uh, become league. yeah well have been for a long time enamored by a league from the other side of the world that has like very little to do with like my personality or like my area you know but for some reason I just dude know. I grew up a Green Bay fan like <laughs> see but at least there's it's no football, judgment dude like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's a that's like straight American football. Like that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, in you know? New Mexico. Yeah, but you know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't but, know, you know how the f- we got two Green Bay fans <laughs> in one household to raise a bunch of other Green Bay fans. See, but like it's different because like at Thanksgiving, it's like let's go through the old pigskin. You know what I mean? Like, like the yeah, we never did that during my Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> I forgot. You had the most depressing life <laughs> that's ever been told. I'm. Th- I'm. I hide nothing. <laughs> holidays have never been a big thing for me. You gotta, I, I hate all holidays. You got to make up your own holiday, and then like just have a really good time during Richard's Giving. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Richard's Giving. What would that? How would you um, celebrate a Richard's Giving? A lot of beer, a lot mm-hmm. of whiskey. So we're already on par with the there rest of the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just no family, other than the ones that I like. Yeah. Just yourself is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, you and chilling in the living room <laughs> in a robe. Yep. I don't like watching <laughs> sports either. So yeah, <laughs> we watch scary movies. So you don't like sports because they make you angry, or a little bit of that. Um, mostly football with that, just because I get I can get too into it. I know too much about the game. Yeah, and because you played it right, and I just yeah, it's not my thing anymore. <laughs> Say um. Soccer, I can kind of watch yeah, a little the bit. The highlights. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, And I can get excited about that. I couldn't imagine you becoming like a fan of the Premier League or something. No. Yeah, I feel like you would be <laughs> just... Well, you, you had those hopes for me with um, being a wrestling fan. Yeah, sure did. And <laughs> that petered out very quickly. A little bit. Like, I, I still enjoy... I, I understand the craft of American wrestling, mm-hmm. specifically the WWE. Because it's theater. You're right. It's yeah. theater. It's, you know, intricate and it's entertaining. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. But it's all facial expressions. And I, I don't know, just getting into it, following it. I I have very little time. Or it's okay to say time. Time. Care. Give a shit. Okay. <laughs> um, ah. <laughs> I just don't really give a shit a lot of the time. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the world's most depressing pod. We're your hosts. <laughs> No, but it's um, and I kind of envy that because I, for one, just oh you sometimes get. I let that thing just take over my life. Not even wrestling alone, like oh like wrestling Premier League, yeah, yeah, soccer, football, yeah, all was, of it. There was a time when I was waking up at five in the morning, like just Saturday morning, five a.m., sitting in my living room. You know what I mean? And like, what's funny is that they run an ad during the thing, where it's like, it's like there's a time. When people are lost in their dreams and you're actually dre- seeing dreams come true. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, soccer, you know, right. Go. Yeah. Become a fan of the premier league. And I like, I watch it and I, I'm not going to, I'm like, this makes me better than other people. <laughs> <laughs> this is about as like, this is about as fine etiquette as I am, as I will ever be is my love yeah. for English premier league. And I get that. Liking I get Doctor that. Who. 
<laughs> That's it. Like it's those two things. Is I don't it, know. British humor and British things have always just kind of I've just navigated towards them mm-hmm. my whole life. I don't know why. It's just like a and one of those inherent things that Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm I don't know. Again, I, I give very little of a <laughs> shit. Unless it's like my job and then Oh yeah. I, yeah. I'm full on the entire way. Yeah. Uh which brings me kind of into uh like formal dining, right? Oh, yeah. Like you say this, the Premier League is like your pinnacle yeah. of of formality and yeah, it's about as it's about as far as I'm going to get when yeah. it comes to being a, like any. So, dining. do you have any like good stories when it comes to fine dining? I tried to learn it when I was younger. Yeah, you know, early twenties, I looked up like YouTube videos, <laughs> right? Of like, so early twenties, you were at what, like Rue Twenty One, or you were? No, no, I was that. That was like fifty. Oh no, that you're yeah. you're right. That was far on. I was working at a gas station. Mm. I worked at the same gas station. Learning There's nothing etiquette. wrong with yeah. that. <laughs> fine etiquette yeah. at the gas station. That one day, yeah, when the I the neighborhood s- gas station. When I would sit down to eat my beef jerky and. Uh, sour cream and onion chips. <laughs> you bring out a salad fork for the for the Slim Jim because it's the precursor. <laughs> Someone walks in. What is going on back there? Uh, I'm in the middle of the fight. I have an open, like, a lit candle. I'm in my lunch. <laughs> All right, a little napkin on my <laughs> on my thigh. No, but that was so. That's like one of the things I learned. Right? Was um, napkin goes on your thigh. Mm-hmm. Right? It's off the table. It's always on your lap. Yeah. So that people don't see that. Like what? They don't see your dirty ass your napkin cr- on the. <laughs> table yeah yeah because you know me (laughs) when i'm getting in that well i think a lot of it is also like at least for me the sanitation of the table they're in ah okay so no that makes sense yeah so like napkin stays right here here i was at least i know where this has been i don't know where the table has been and here it's always (laughs) because i thought it was like i'm equivalent to a pig trough when it comes to lunchtime (laughs) It's just. Hey, at least you didn't tuck it into your shirt. You know that, that's. Is something. that not is that not fine etiquette? Nope. Really? Nope. Uh, <laughs> uh, a bib is provided if it's like lobster or crab or something that's gonna drip. That's really funny. The idea of a bunch <laughs> of like well-to-do men <laughs> wearing bibs. <Yeah. laughs> not 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 normal. Sitting not normal in fine table etiquette. All wearing bibs. Uh, well, because. Well, because in, <laughs> in fine etiquette, you're supposed to bring the food to you, uh, not you to the food. You're not supposed to lean in, right? Exactly. I was always I was taught that I was taught by my grandmother elbows on the table. You're not. No, to, yeah, no yeah. go. And see, uh, that's one that I still, I I still break inadvertently because my grandpa, who like was my main father figure, yeah. like my father was present, but he didn't know tableside dining at all. Sure. So. He would have his elbows on the table all the time. My father, not yeah. my grandfather. So I would have to like fix myself in the middle of, of your dining. Yeah, experience. at least several times <laughs> because you're not supposed to have your elbows yeah. on the table. Is that what they're teaching you at that <laughs> sissy boy school? <laughs> <of> yours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, that was the thing. Like I. But my grandfather was military. My father was not. Okay. Like he grew up with a military father, but he was not military himself. So he was probably taught like the. The military side like was probably taught. Bare, like, yeah. bare minimum. Like, hey, don't put your elbows on the table. It's yeah. gross. Yeah. Sorry. See, that's that crazy. So you thing. put your forearms. I didn't even think. That's like quite the runaround. <laughs> I, it's a loophole. No, yeah, dude. I like sit there with my hands on my sides. <laughs> yeah. And then like only go. But I always want to be involved as well. Like yeah, when I'm at the eating. table, yeah. I, I want to be involved. And yeah, you're not supposed to lean over your food. Yeah. 
it's come it comes to you, not to you, to the food. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I put my face straight in. <laughs> Just I put the plate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he really likes this food. The stuffing's amazing. Uh, he he's. As I'm, we have a happy customer as here. I'm is spitting what we have. stuffing out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, That's so, fine dining wait, right so there. Wait, so you work at kind of like a fine dining establishment, right? Mm-hmm. So what what qualifies for one around here? Uh, do you like look down on people who don't like fine dine at your fine dining establishment? No, not okay. at all. Because I I I grew up that way. Like I understand like you know the simple basics, like you know you put your napkin on your lap. Right. That don't far, put your elbows that, on the table. Yeah, that no, that's Don't talk with your me. mouth full. Don't talk. Oh, that yeah. pisses me off to no fan. Yeah. Play with if, your food. Don't play with your food. Don't play with your food. Don't talk with your <laughs> mouth full. That is like numero uno. Uh, why? What? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what, what did you think about the, the game today, man? That was a baner, right? Our listeners are like quivering in their seats right good now. <laughs> good now you see what i have to deal with every time i sit down with people no see but like i always wonder like uh because i i mean i for one whenever i have to so you know like take my fiance out on mm-hmm. dates and stuff like we go to like the finer establishments yeah or you want to you you want to treat her and i always feel i always feel judged because like i i don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like for me, if there's more like than five forks on the table, I'm freaking <laughs> that, out. That's terrible. There should be a like okay for those at home. The the normal dinner placement is salad fork, dinner fork, bread plate, napkin on top of the bread plate, butter knife, and then teaspoon and then soup spoon. That's how the layout should go. And then you have your wine glass for sampling the wine. Yeah. And then you have your water glass on your left side. So it's no, no, water glass on the right side, wine glass on the left side, because you always serve from the left and pull from the right. So what you're telling me is that whenever I pull out my rusty old fork at the dinner table, <laughs> out of my pocket. this is my eating fork. It's <laughs> <laughs> my dining sock. You know what, dude? <laughs> you do what you want here. Let me hit this All intro. Right. <laughs> Southwest has been home to the most infamous outlaws. From Billy the Kid to Neil Patrick Harris. Safe to say, legends have wandered these deserts. And if you listen closely, you can almost hear the wind whisper their story over this barren land. Well, these two gunslingers They have their own story to tell. They're shooting from the hip. grandma's house one time and uh my brothers used to like to mess with my uncle a lot and uh there's which, um, which grandma was this was this nebraska okay yeah this that, is the nebraskan grandma. gotcha yeah. gotcha just the sweetest woman you'll ever meet she was loves such a corn soul. yeah 
<laughs> God rest her soul. Yeah, just corn. loves corn and the Huskers. Yeah, corn. And that's it. No, it's, it's just corn. Yeah, go over to the house. What are you having for dinner? Corn. Yeah, I love corn. You can do a yeah. lot of things with corn. Yeah, you know? we got corn. cream corn. We got cr- corn on the cob. Corn we casserole. <laughs> no, uh, scallop corn. You ever tried ca- <laughs> scallop corn? Yeah, That's some white people shit right there. We were eating our uh, corn casserole, and my brothers uh, used to like to mess with my uncle a lot. And so we're sitting at the dining room table, and they would like egg him on, right? Because like they knew how to get under his skin. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> one time my brother... <laughs> When she turned around, my brother like threw a roll at him from the side of the table, and so my uncle decided to like chuck a piece of food back at him, and she turned food fight, food fight, yeah. Well, she turned around and caught like this dude chucking, <laughs> you know. Wah. So it's all your uncle's fault, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jay, <laughs> like, how f-ing dare you? He, he went. He this went. is a nice family dinner right here. Yeah, and she, she he went. He started, you know, <laughs> and like she was like, "You're an adult," you know. And uh, my brothers, just the like, just snivelly little, you know, runts, mm-hmm. <laughs> just messing with them the entire, like going underneath the table. And like one time, I'm pretty sure they, my, they like got in cahoots and they just took a shoe off him, like while they were eating. <laughs> like, like my brother was like, he like dropped. What his, am I missing? A he, shoe? Like, he dropped his fork and like went under the table and like came back. And like as we're eating, my uncle was like, <laughs> and like my brother just kind of like went like this from like he like pulled the shoe out and like put it back <laughs> on the table and I was like, yeah. Oh God, you, yeah, you, you know, people are evil. But they <laughs> was like she, you know, she saw us and she was like, oh, these are just sweet little boys. You oh, know, no, I would have got my ass beat ten ways to Sunday, dude. Yeah, no, no, no. no. It was <laughs> we were we were no, there was no wrongdoing on our end. Mm. We were the sweetest little angels, and we just you know it's, we came okay. to grandma's house, so she was oh, yeah. always super kind. So so who. Who's the oldest? Remind me of you, of you and your brothers. That would be Oscar. Okay, see, yeah. I was always the oldest. So, how did Oscar's role differ? Did he play a part in it during the dinner thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was the one who masterminded the plan. Oh, yeah, good well, big no, brother, because no. I was the one stepping in and be like, no, <laughs> I don't one, know though. One, That's the one. thing. You better cut your. Shit, I don't or know. Else if, we're all going to get our asses beat. I don't know if he was the mastermind or if Ricardo, the middle one, was the mastermind. Because he's. It he's seems a, like Ricardo was the mastermind. Yeah, he's a smart little guy. I, Oscar's <laughs> smart. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but Ricardo's, Ricardo seems like the the one. A little evil. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was nuts, man. Because you know, I mean, growing up with two older brothers, mm-hmm. you know, and especially them not being like the shining examples of what two older brothers should be. Mm-hmm. It was always funny to me because, again, my uncle was just tormented on a re- like he would go to my grandmother's house on vacation. That's like that that was a vacation, and he's got to spend the week with like two kids who are just constantly Terrible. trying to like terrorize him. You know what I mean? Like literally, always like at it, like anything they could do. Like um, one time, I guess they like took all the pillows off the couch that he was gonna sit at. And they like made like a fort out of it, <laughs> and he was like supposed to. He wanted to sit on the couch, and he was like, "Can I get the pillows?" And they were like, "No." And he went to like grab <laughs> this one. This is our fort. Yeah, <laughs> he went to grab one, and my grandma was like, Dang. "That's that's domestic militarism." But yeah, back to fine dining <laughs> and etiquette. I like I said, I always find more than a few utensils a little scary, you know, because. Mm. 
like I'm not a savage, right? Like if I have of a, course. if I have like a, a if I have a steak with a fork, I'm not going to use that fork to eat dessert, right? Like I always want a fresh utensil for dessert. Right. Um that didn't come from my dad because that dude would just use <laughs> He would be right. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, that'll be uh, fine. The, the old suck. <laughs> it's and, fine. Yeah, yeah. He would he would like chow down into like some broccoli cheese, you know, mash, and then he'd turn around and be like, <laughs> glass of milk on the side. And I, grossest dining experience. See, okay, I did grow up with like not always me, but at least always my dad always had to have a glass, glass not just milk, milk at dinner, not just glass of milk, chocolate milk. Oh, okay. His, his was always chocolate milk. It's good for the Served bones. from the left. At least what I've heard. <laughs> from the left, yeah. There was still that. He was very specific. <laughs> he definitely didn't. Just definitely wasn't using elbows at the table at that uh, time. Health, no. <laughs> um, Perhaps, uh, I uh, find that interesting that you brought up the utensil thing, though, because I, I grew up. The way I have always been, food can't touch. Like, it can touch, but it can't, like, intermingle. Oh, that's crazy. Like, courses had to be separate courses unless I decided they were combined courses. Like oh, so this was a personal dinner. experience. This was me. What? Like, beets don't even put it on the same plate as everything else. Hold, hey, whoa, whoa, hold on. The white people shit. Beets. <laughs> what? Pickled beets. For Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah. You're saying this like it's a normal thing. Yeah, that is a normal thing. No, you made fun of <laughs> you made fun of corn. Like just I did not make fun of corn. Okay, you I made fun of the state of Nebraska <laughs> for corn. Okay, you talked difference. about corn. <laughs> and now you're over here selling yeah, pickled beets. I'm not nope. selling pickled We're not beets. Going Leave over that this. shit off the f- plate. Okay. <laughs> is We're not, my Did my you point. eat the pickled beets? Well, yes, but on a separate plate. Have you ever tried pickled beets, one? I'm not going to. Please try it. No, dude, that's try like, pickled beets. You might as well just like have told They're me good. like there's. They're good. Uh yes, my grandmother's <laughs> cow shit casseroles. <laughs> it's pickled beets. It's not even that bad. That's nasty. And, but okay, yes, if it's on the plate, yes, because I don't want pink mashed potatoes, but I do want my pickled beets on the side. We are so different <laughs> in this regard. The first off, the touching of the food. Never minded it. No? For me, a loaded up plate. Like a little touching is fine, Dog. but I can't let it intermingle. Nah, it has man. to be separate courses or separate sides in the course. Yeah, no. If I don't have enough room on the plate for like mash, that's... It's You're just, just throwing going, it all it's over. It's going on top of the ham. You are a heathen, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> pickled beets eater. On the side. <laughs> on the side. The pickled eats beets eater wants to call pickled me. Pickled eats beater. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> No, dude. I yeah. I'm, that's that's me, bro. Like if I'm at Thanksgiving and yeah, you know you are a heathen, sir. Like uh, here, I'll give you a nightmare for later tonight. <laughs> um, uh, at this last Thanksgiving, they had little uh, beanie weenies. You know the uh, the barbecued. So it's like little weenies that they put in barbecue sauce. Oh yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just I didn't have enough room on the plate, so I just tossed those on the deviled eggs. Kielbasa, I think, is just what we always called that. I just chucked them on the deviled eggs. Oh. Yeah, and I ate them with my hands. I am f- disgusted right yeah. now. Sometimes I, I, I don't. Get, I don't know if I can finish this podcast. <laughs> Sometimes I get a little bit of mashed potatoes, <laughs> on just the, all in your hand, on, just on a one of nice the little. You know what I mean? You're going in for like a. You're going in for a deviled egg, and you dip a pinky in the mash. Uh, yeah, I do that uh, all the time. Though. I can't do deviled eggs anymore either, though. Really? That's the issue. Why? I, I got sick of them um, when I was young, and. Can't can't do them anymore. What do they do to you? 
they just I oh you got, got like stomach sick yeah oh, okay I thought they like took your pension or something yeah <laughs> that's what it was <laughs> they took my 401k <laughs> I just can't I can't I can't subsidize that I can't pay for those <laughs> yeah but I mean that, I, and maybe that's my issue with fine dining is that like you know I'm a messy eater not like per se like I'm not like throwing food everywhere you know what I mean it's like a cartoon yeah. and, you just, <laughs> yeah. and it's all flying everywhere no, you come over to my house for dinner and I'm sitting in a high chair <laughs> <laughs> more mashed taters <laughs> Juan's special seat it's my rusty fork old Bill oh, old Bill you named it that's awesome that's that's <laughs> fine dining at its definition. Me right and there. old are about to tear through these rolls, dog. No, so tell me more about fine dining. Like, well, what's something else? So, like, okay, let's say um, a very classy family walks into your establishment, mm-hmm. sits down at a round table, you know, and you can tell these guys are like, you know, high class. Well, like maybe not their high class, but that this is like they, they want a yeah. high class meal. You can always yeah. tell. Them. They got a fifteen year old wearing a polo shirt. Oh, okay. I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. It's I'm. It's done at that yeah. point. I've already <laughs> earned my tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when it comes, so one rule that a lot of people don't realize when it comes to fine dining is, uh, cold, hot, cold, hot. Like that's how you're supposed to deliver. Oh, the food. Yes. Okay. So salads is usually first. Right. Then you get a soup. Then you get a palate cleanser, which is also cold after that. And then you get your main dining dish. Okay. Wait. You lost me at palate cleanser because I know well, soup and usu- salad, but what is the palate cleanser? Um, usually sorbet. Okay. I thought you just like walked up and sprayed the rolls. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no got, you're <laughs> good. You're good for the next one. You got like the, the kitchen hose thing? <laughs> So hold on, open your mouth. Open your mouth. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Where's the spit bucket? There's no spit bucket. Oh yeah, no, they just do it on the ground. Is that yeah. what they did? Just here. I just hold out my hands Please, for sir. him. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, quite the fine dining establishment. <laughs> no, usually you would get a palate cleanser in between. So what is that? What's a palate? Cleanser? Usually sorbet. So it's like like an ice cream. Nah, like. Like ice-based ice cream, oh. not cream-based ice cream. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's usually the palate cleanser, and then you would get the main dish, and then you would get a dessert. Dang. Yeah. How do how do rich people eat so much, bro? Well, it's all very small portions. I was going to say, it's not I, like... I'd be done after the soup. <laughs> I'd eat the salad, eat the soup, and be like, I think... Yeah, you get like a very small salad, a very small soup... And then your palate cleanser, which is also very small, which you're expected to share with the entire table. Oh. And then you get your entree. Okay. See, I thought you were just serving people like <laughs> ice. <laughs> each, like, Here's a block of ice. Sprint your palate, dick. <laughs> or would you rather go with the spray? <laughs> I got the spray too. <laughs> Boom, you're done. <laughs> this is so interesting. So, wait. So, at a fine dining establishment, because I mean, you know, like you go to a restaurant here. Or mm-hmm. whatever you beforehand or not even beforehand they usually bring like bread. Oh, like, bread! Bread is included as okay, well. Okay, it is. Okay, I've always wondered. Like, like a, okay, so in a, a ideally in a fine dining restaurant, your busser would get you your water for the table. Oh, okay. so then you get the bread basket, and that's when you greet the table. Like the busser hands the water, hello, this, and your server is going to be Richard. 
he's, he'll be right with you. And then you as the server bring the bread and introduce yourself to the table Okay. and get the drink orders, maybe the appetizer orders if they're ready for that. Generally speaking, you're just getting drinks at that point. Okay, so the bread is the introductory. Standard. Right. Okay. Like, it's just so you have something. Okay. So you Basically, you always want your guest's mouth filled. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't want their mouth empty at any point because then they can say things. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I can make that happen. <laughs> no, bad one. Walking up to a table. By God, he doesn't have pants on. Well, <laughs> by jolly, he doesn't have pants this is on. your this is your order. <laughs> your palate cleanser. <laughs> God, I am fired. I am fired. <laughs> no one there listens to this shit. Um, yeah, so, okay, so continue. Let's Okay, so now we're at what part of the meal? Oh, okay, so, so you, you drop the bread basket. Palate cleanser's done. No, 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 no. Okay. No, 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 no. We're oh, not even close. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> ideally, this is like a two-hour experience you're That's signing up crazy. for. crazy. Okay. The, ideally, one to two hours, depending yeah. on how many people. Yeah. So you drop the bread basket off. You get the drink orders. Hopefully, sell a bottle of wine. Oh, because that's where you make the money. Ideally, yeah. Um, cocktails will help as well. I usually like to push them towards the cocktail and then a bottle of wine with the entree because you, when they order the fourteen ounce ribeye or whatever, well, that pairs very well with the Gato Negro Malbec that we carry. Okay, <laughs> so I have heard okay so the reason i wanted to bring up fine dining is because i watched a youtube video where mm. this guy kind of like talked about wine and this oh. is interesting now that you've brought this up <laughs> this is interesting to me he essentially said wine pairings are bullshit and that like 90 percent of the time it's just like personal preference right? yeah oh uh, so because um, like it's essentially people at like, home can't see my face but i did i did a eh, yeah and and a little bit of a wavy because it, it's hand. essentially like selling a door to a person who already has a door right like if you walk up to the person and you're like fancy enough about like what you're introducing them to chances are they're gonna buy it right can be. Um, it really depends. You have to read your table. Do you ever just bullshit it? Do you ever do, just go like, what I pairs don't, well with okay. the mashed potato steak? <laughs> okay, I never fully bullshit it. Yeah. There's parts where I do have to finagle, mm-hmm. is how I, I describe it. But it's always based in some kind of knowledge that I actually do have. So okay. if you're getting a steak, any red is really going to be okay. Then you can kind of gauge the people if they want Pinot Noir, which is less body, but a decent amount of flavor. And I heard that the name of like the Pinot Noir, it's the grapes, right? That's like the correct. Yeah. Um, Same with Cabernet Sauvignon. Same with Malbec. It's all a different grape. I know at least the bare basics where I can finagle my way into selling a bottle of wine. I, I am not a sommelier. I do not know wine. Yeah. By but any I, stretch I mean, of the imagination, I've heard, I've heard that's I've heard that's <laughs> bullshit. I've heard some of It's not complete bullshit. It's uh, oh, really? because like a guy who grabs like a thing and goes. Well, no, he's <laughs> ah, uh, like no, it's you kind of get that excellent legs. <laughs> yeah, well, legs are a thing, but by and large, it is bullshit. It's not bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's somewhat educated and then sold to you by people who aren't as educated. Okay, so it's an educated guess. Essentially, 
You're okay. you're getting like the full ins and outs here on shooting from the hip Take podcast. Notes, by the way. Take notes. Um really ju- because any good server is not going to sell you the most expensive bottle of wine. They usually sell you the second most expensive one, right? Or second, I, I read second the table. cheapest one. Yeah, I, I read the table. Okay. I can kind of see what the means are going to be. <laughs> yeah, if you and walk so, up and the dude has a monocle. <laughs> big top Well, hat. then, I'll, dude, I'm selling our top bottle. I don't give a <laughs> shit. But, but if you read the table and it's just like a nice, like a younger couple out on what what they want to be a very nice romantic date. Yeah. Then I'm going to cater to that. You're not trying to like I'm gonna sell break them. the dude's bank. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe a $40 bottle of wine instead of a 60 to $70 bottle of wine. What a nice dude. Wow. Um, yeah. I, well, I, I also need the tip, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the biggest thing. Is, yes, I care about my guests and their experience. That's what makes me one of the best. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I need my dough, yeah. too. You're going to break right. your bank, boy. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like let's say it's a nice like let's say you you and your fiance come out. Sure. Um, I know she has a penchant for whites. Mm-hmm. That's just off of my knowledge of her already. Yeah. So I'm trying to sell her a nice bottle of Moscato or a nice bottle of Riesling, which mm-hmm. you're gonna pay for, but I'm yeah. selling it to her. But what about me, man? I love a good cab sandwich. Well then I'll sell that to you by the glass. Ah, but so I'm you're trying- gonna get her a bottle of white because she yeah. can package that home. You can always bag it and take oh, it home with you. Okay. Smart dude. <laughs> yeah, see, because, like, you got to think, man. You can't you can't forget about the guy in the situation. No, right? you can't. What about me, man? You know? Um, I'm, I'm actually, because you're, uh, so you're a gin drinker, so I'm actually selling you a martini first off. Like, oh. that's your first drink is going to be a Bombay Sapphire martini, lemon twist and over olive, because you're you, more, you, you, ever, you need citrus. Do you ever, like, run into people who, like, do the shake and not stir thing from James Bond? All the time, and it's not funny. <laughs> Don't say that, dude. They're listening. <laughs> um, sorry, it's not all of funny. your all of your patrons for some reason are fans. Actually, <laughs> right. Actually, I, I would actually um, one up you because if you want to do the James Bond version mm-hmm. of the martini, he orders a Vesper martini, it's which dry, is right? e- which is equal parts vodka and gin, Ugh. lemon twist, very dry, which means you do a vermouth rinse, not. Uh, so the glass gets rinsed, rinsed by vermouth, or and then you toss it out. So it, you just have the essence of the vermouth because it's very overpowering, especially when it's not stored the say the the right way. Which at most establishments, it's not. So how would you? How long does it take to make a drink like that? Two minutes, maybe. Really? It depends See, on how many like drinks a, you're making. That sounds like such an intense like. No, it yeah. takes like two minutes. That's wild. Like no, you. Ideally, you already have the martini glass chilled, right? Then you toss in your little bit of vermouth, do the rinse, toss it yeah, out. You, you got it. Then the, you build the rest of your drink. It's listening to reggae music. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And then you build the rest of your All drink. All right, guys. Shake that right drink. quick. <laughs> Strain it. And it's two minutes. That's maybe. it? It depends on how many drinks you're making, but yes. See, because it seems like bartending. I mean, personally, I've always looked at bartenders. I'm like, how do they do that? Because like, one, I couldn't imagine having a bar lot full of, of multitasking. Patrons. Yeah, to me that seems like just the worst thing in the world. Just to say, like, I, I hear that ticket machine in my dreams. By the by, oh, you have the every machine, like, s- server bartender always hears the receipt. God damn it! Yeah. So, oh, and you need a strawberry daiquiri yeah. on top of the twelve drinks you already ordered. Awesome. What's your favorite? Like, if it says Jack and Coke on it. Is that oh, that's easy. Like, oh, uh, or pour in a glass of Cab. Yeah. Boom. Easy. That's nice. <laughs> you always take care of the red wine first because you want that to breathe. Before you start on the other drinks. <laughs> you doing okay over there? 
Yeah, he's doing good. <laughs> he's he's going to taste delightful here in two minutes. Okay, so you're back at the table. Mm. And you have, uh, again, top hat. <laughs> Monocle. Monocle. He's got oh, a big... Oh, I'm selling that duck horn He's got a decoy. big chain that's a cash sign. Yeah. He's essentially Scrooge McDuck, right? Oh, he's... actually, I'm going to push that Dom Perignon on. <laughs> you know that's discontinued now? No, they, I didn't. Yeah. Is that champagne, right? That is champagne. Yeah. So and... that's something else I learned from that video. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah it is a brute. Is that the name? That's the name of the guy who made champagne or who invented champagne. I think. I don't think that's right. No, it is. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Because I, well, I think he's the one who like, because okay, so I'm about, dude. I hold blow on. my mind. All right, blow my mind, Juan. So, I mean, you probably so you know the reason why champagne is called champagne is it's from the French region of champagne. Of champagne. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, apparently, back in the day, there was like an issue where these people were like storing wine in their uh cellars and they would explode right and it's because i guess in that region they the weren't seasons, using the right court oh the seasons pass like super quickly so like the fermentation process or something never like what's well, probably yeah correctly. it's probably like the uh the sea level yeah all that and so it was tearing up like their whole cellar Just. like one would explode and therefore like eight more would be like i guess we're doing this too <laughs> you know and so um this they tasked this dude with like hey man what what do we what do we do you know and he was like ah well i'm a monk i don't really do anything else right so I'll, or a, a <laughs> monk. they're called saints or priests or whatever okay and he, uh, in france there's probably saints yeah but yeah so he's like you know he, they're task him they're like uh boobala poo, boobala poo, you know <laughs> someone's language we're just insulting everybody <laughs> and they tell they ask this dude hey could you figure this out so i think he starts with like it's like he he like young grapes it's, or something like well, grapes that are first off the vine or some shit and it doesn't work, and he tries like all he goes through like a MythBusters like task like kind of thing you know where he's like oh let's put a pin in that what if we like try this and then it's like ah no it doesn't work you know the bottles are just like flipping them off the whole time, and he's like ah what ah, what do, uh, what do I do you know, and so he gets he goes to England. And he talks to like the beer people and he's like, yo, what do you do to get your fizzy fucking drinks, my guy? You know, and they're like, so what we do, you know, <laughs> and so they're like, they they, t- they tell him, I think it's like, um, does it have to do with the bottle shape and the cork? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. And so, yeah, it's the cork. So they use a cork uh, to you know, release the pressure when they open the bottle. Right, but it it, it contains that essentially. So, yeah. like, if you've ever seen a wine cork, it's cylindrical. Yeah. But if you ever looked at a champagne it's cork, like a, it, there's a big bulb at the top, and yeah. then it tapers down into a cylinder, a cylindrical shape at yeah. the bottom. And I'm pretty sure that's what they said. They're like, "Oh, it's the cork, dude. You're using the wrong kind of cork." And he's like, "Oh, it, blah, blah, blah. you know." And he goes back. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense with any pressure if you're just dealing with a cylindrical yeah, bro, cork. This is like the 1700s. Science doesn't like <laughs> That's true. you know, whatever. Like it's we, back we know the, as much yeah. as we know and that's it. Yeah, they're they're still like looking at the sun being like what is that? You know what I mean? So that's like, the center of our universe. <laughs> ah, <laughs> or it's angry at us. Today. I don't know if that's the center yeah. of our universe. That's why the clouds are out. We have to sacrifice someone. <laughs> Bring your kids. Okay, 1700s is probably a little too late for that to be happening. But I see what you're coming from. It's France. <laughs> it's so, France. No one gives a shit. So they, um, so yeah, so he goes back and he, um, I guess he, he goes back to France and he's like, yo, I figured it out. It's the cork. And everyone's like, oh, thank God you've saved all our lives because this is all we drink. And so he's like, yeah, great. So they figure it out. But the issue is 
is that the um, it settles like the fermentation settles at the cork instead of the bottom of the bottle. That makes sense. Uh, because of the way that they have it like placed or something. Because that's the other thing you have to like you they had well, to like you- turn it at like a ninety degree angle for fermentation so that everything would go towards the cork instead of sitting at the bottom of the bottle. So, Which makes sense. Yeah. Well, you also have to keep the cork um, moisturized. Yeah. Or else it's going to dry out and that's going to fuck up your wine. So then there's this lady, right? So then he's like, he's like, ah, oh, we got to figure out how to not do this anymore because it's gross. Like we open these bottles and there's literally shit. Yeah. Like, there's, well, there's bacteria at the beginning, at the start of our drink. Yes, like, there is. Because yeah. it's, it's um, dead yeast. Yeah. We talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think but we have. Yeah. It's dead yeast. But the, the other thing is they're like, we want, you know, it's like it. We want it to look clear because it's champagne or whatever, you know. They, yeah, they you don't want, want it, it to look good because you don't want little pieces of shit. Yeah, <laughs> which is the issue they had. It looked like actual, bubbling like, up. It looked like dookie in the bottom of the glass anytime they pour it. So they're like, "Ew, no one wants to drink that." So he's right. like, "I got an idea," and he dies. So then, this <laughs> lady, <laughs> so then this lady comes in and she's like, "Yo, I have an idea. Also, what if we just turn the bottles, like?" Every couple of days. And then the fermentation like sits at the it, bottom of it, it right? Well, it, it disperses. Yeah. So then it turns crystal clear. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wow, it's it's clear now. And everyone celebrated and they all drank champagne into the middle of the night. And there you go. Yeah. That's, that's champagne, dude. Dude, good history Honestly, lesson. Right? Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I did not realize that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Sorry to the French. Um, Sorry, French people. <laughs> um, we are very uneducated and... For yeah. some reason, grew up with a disliking of French people. <laughs> no, I love the French, and their baguettes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they gave us they the Statue very of Liberty. Good, yes, and they have very good wine. I will there give them that. Yeah, everything else is pretty gross, though. <laughs> you ever eaten duck? I love duck. Do you really? That shit's nasty. Like, are you talking fragois or are you talking like actual duck? Well, duck fragois is duck liver. Oh, I haven't eaten that. Or d- duck fat. I've eaten duck. Like, I went to a French restaurant. In France, like duck confit. Yeah, it's that just duck. means cooked in oil. Okay, well I ate that and it was gamey. Or cooked in fat, essentially, is what confit means. I ate it was gamey. I didn't like it. I thought it was gross. Like the texture I love was duck. nasty. Like I like, I went to like bite into it and I was like. But you also don't like dark meat, like turkey or chicken, of, right? It's like a mouthful of big league chew. It's <laughs> like ew. Okay, maybe you just had it cooked very incorrectly because I, I love duck. I I don't know. I love duck confit. It's really good. I think it's too gamey. You're back at the restaurant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we were trying to sell a bottle of, of uh, champagne to so, the Monopoly yeah. guy. So you've sold the <laughs> bottle to, uh, we'll call him Mr. Big Bucks. Well, yeah, uh, that's where I was going is Dom yeah. Perignon. Like, we have one of the few bottles of a certain vintage in the area. Okay. We have the last one. Really? Mm-hmm. So how much is it? About... 1700 that's crazy are you serious that it's not like a thing you can't buy it anymore i'm almost positive what yeah i've looked i have not been able to find it through our distributors it, it's no longer that's like a the, thing. that's like the cla- that's like the classic champagne right that's like the champagne cristal one dom could perignon. argue but dom perignon it, it's like the highest it's like the og so what my idea like my thought process on why they're doing what they're doing is they're going to discontinue it until we run out of all of the bottles 
So and then they're just going to, yeah, they're just going to start up again and keep the prices at what they were strategy. at the certain vintage. That's, that's my, that's what I'm thinking they're going to do. All right. So Mr. Big Bucks, <laughs> you've sold him this bottle of Don Perignon. Right. Uh, where are we now in the, after the selling of the bottle? What part? Well, it next? really depends. Did he already order his entree or did Would he you? already have an idea of what his entree will be? Uh, sure. He's like, you know. Because if you order Dom Perignon, you have to be very specific I, either you finish that bottle during the first courses and then you order a different bottle for your entree or you pair your entree with that bottle. So he says... so Because he has to like, know what the f*** he's doing yeah, if he, he orders Dom Perignon. Yeah, he's going to say, I'd like chicken fingers and the smiley face <laughs> fries. <laughs> oh, very good pairing, sir. <laughs> ah. Very good. A man of good. taste. Would you like another bottle? <laughs> <laughs> but what would they usually eat? Like if, if somebody orders champagne, what are they usually eating? Fish. Really? Fish is usually what you pair um, a sparkling wine with. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, fish is nasty. <laughs> That's a sick. I'm not a big fish person. Um, nah. You could also pair it with chicken. Chicken. It's not the best pairing, but you can. Chicken of the sea. Fish. <laughs> see? Let's see what you did there. Classy guy over here. Yeah, right? Real <laughs> big brain energy over this <laughs> uh, over this way. Yeah, see, that's why I'm saying I would never work. I would not work well. Oh, you could you could learn it easy. I don't know, man. Well, actually, I say I know you because I know you. Yeah. You could learn it easy. What kind of glass are you serving a champagne in? Always a champagne flute. It's a flute. Do you have the ones that have like the ribs or rivets at the bottom of the flute so that the... Have you seen those? Yeah, all of them. The bubbles. Well, all of them should. Yeah. I should say. So the bubbles because go there's always here. yeah there's that little lip like there's the stem at the bottom yeah. and then just about a centimeter up there's that little lip, and then so the rest the of the flute bubbles go in the middle of the drink instead yeah. of like all over the place. Yeah, okay. that that's how all champagne flutes should be. Did you know that back in the day? Here's something else I learned in that regard. Um, they used to drink them out of like. Martini glasses, essentially, or yes. not martini glasses? Uh, coupe glasses. Coupe, yeah, and yes. that they would it was to like shake the bubbles because I guess like a lot of people didn't like the bubbles. Yeah, that's nuts, dude. Like <laughs> that's the whole reason to drink it. What the hell? You would you think d- like yeah. you would think if you just want a white wine, just drink a white it's wine. Like asking for sparkling water and being like, oh. or asking for a Coke, shake yeah. it up real quick and spray it all over. All right, that's about the Sorry, right I level just, for oh me. <laughs> I just like flat Coke. Yeah, why, why are you doing that? <laughs> I don't understand, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it was traditionally served in coupe glasses. But I guess the coupe is, uh, it, the the story is that it was Marie Antoinette's titty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. You are correct. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact, uh, just a real quick aside about Moscow mules. Did you know the story behind why they use the copper mugs? No, no, I've you know what? And the first time I saw that was whenever I went to Jersey and someone ordered a Moscow Mule and they were drinking out of a coffee mug. And I was like, yeah, what? Um, so that's um, derivative of in the L.A. scene in like 1920s, 1930s. Okay. Who? What's the dude's name? You don't got to say names. You can just say that dude. Well, he was an actor. He he was known for Andy, not Andy Warhol. But it's in that realm. Oh, like Andy. Like the but big artsy. glasses, big glasses, like curly hair. Um, anyway, he was an actor and he was sponsoring the Cock and Bull, which is a bar in LA. <laughs> I know. And they had <laughs> we're just gonna jump right past that. 
That's an actual bar in LA. That's its name, the Cock and Bull. He said Cock and Bull. <laughs> but they had a plethora of uh, Smirnoff, Smirnoff vodka, ginger beer, and lime juice. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what the f- to do with it. Yeah. So they, um, and the actor that uh, sponsored this bar, his wife had a share in copper glass, quote unquote, glassware. Okay. And so they ended up marketing the Moscow Mule with the copper glassware, vodka, lime juice, ginger beer. Oh. And that's what started the Moscow Mule, <laughs> which then led to the, the Kentucky Mule, the Irish Mule, the Mexican Mule, the London Mule. What's a Kentucky Mule? Bourbon. Oh, it's just the same thing with it's, the coffee. It, okay. It's all the same thing, but with different spirits. So you're using like tequila for the Mexican one or like yeah. bourbon. For, okay. And then gotcha. London, uh, you do gin. Yeah, because that's all they drink. Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's derivative of London. That's wild. You ever think about that? <laughs> Have you ever seen that meme that English people conquered all these places for spices and don't use them in any of their food or whatever? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. I did. <laughs> yeah, that's what that reminds Which, you. Yeah, very, very indicative. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> I'll have an unseasoned chicken, <laughs> a piece of kale. And gin. <laughs> that's why everyone's so upset over there all doing this. At each other. <laughs> I did the... What is it like called? I <laughs> Winston Churchill does it in like a picture. It's him going like that, and it looks like he's telling people to bugger off is what it is. Yeah. Was it with his cigar? No, no. He's like... Because he thought it was like a peace sign. Oh, but he, he, but he did it. He did it like Yeah, and very... he was so high class that he thought it was like peace, but it's him just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just him scissoring yeah, an imaginary exactly. thing. Yeah, it's like... It's, I guess it's... Totally classy. I guess it's off is what it means it's like huh i've never heard of that i mean i i've heard of many different ways to say fuck off with hand gestures (laughs) but we can't really get into it so this podcast so mr big bucks has just quickly finished his meal of chicken tenders hold on right smiley face i'm pushing i'm pushing more than one um course out of that oh okay yeah because he's a big boy well he's he's got money yeah is my thing i don't care if you order the chicken tenders or not you order dom perignon you're ordering a salad you're ordering another entree or um what do you recommend as like a second entree (laughs) not for chicken fingers and shit or like whatever you know what i mean like what what else are you trying to push on this dude whatever my favorite is on the menu that that day that week you walk up, you're like, ah, oh, Mr. Big Bucks, I see you've finished your chicken tenders. Or, like, yeah, I just play around with, like, He's if... like, I'd like eating the bottom half of the smiley face fries, because it looks like I they're br- staring at me. I will bring you all. <laughs> I will bring you all of those. But, um, like, let's say with, uh, like, like, the young couple, I actually had a young couple order escargot, not knowing what escargot oh, was. no. Did you explain to them what escargot was? No, because I also don't want to insult them. <laughs> By explaining to them what they just ordered. Uh, just a heads up, those are snails. <laughs> but what, what was uh, no, but apparently she had a sel- uh, shellfish allergy. Oh well, yeah. That's so not, I should have said something as a said. good server. You, said, but they, you know what you should do? Add this to your thing. Are there any food allergies that I we should be yeah. aware of? I should do. Th- I also because feel then if dipshit goes <laughs> like some snail. Please, you can be like. Uh, I also feel like if you have an allergy, it's kind of on you to tell me that. <laughs> no, no, stay with me here. Because okay. let's say you have a nut allergy. If she All dies, right? she dies. <laughs> let's say she has a nut. 
uh, nut allergy. Hopefully not. She should f- say something when ordering, not because like it would be any cross contamination, but just in case it's cooked close to something to that is nuts. also. You should have to tell me that. Same with shellfish, uh, shellfish allergies. See, that's crazy to me because like I see that was one of the first thing that I've like experienced when I went to Colorado. I had our server ask us beforehand. She was like, "Are there any food allergies that I should be aware of?" And it was the first time it's ever happened. I should do that. I should. That's proper etiquette. Add that to the but, fine dining experience. Yeah. So, Mr. Imagine Mr. Big Bucks <laughs> is allergic to, you know, shellfish. And you guys are cooking the chicken tenders in the same oil. In the same as oil you as your escargot. Fried shrimp. Yeah. Or no, our escargot's baked. But yes. Okay. I see what you're coming from. <laughs> but yeah, you tell him that. And then he's. Yes, like, but he I also one feel it that should be finger. you. As the person with the allergy to tell me that. Okay, but your whole thing is I you're trying predict. to get a tip. You're trying to get a tip, and now you've killed your customer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad tip. But it should <laughs> still be on them to tell me that. As they're getting carted out. <laughs> so Why didn't you <laughs> tell me that you had a shellfish allergy? As they're getting carted Amanda. out. Amanda. So not to be a rude or anything, but. Can you sign the ticket <laughs> real quick? There is a 25% 20. gratuity. Yeah. <laughs> You can choose 15, 20, or 25. (laughs) I did pretty well, all things considered. Mr. Big Bucks, he's gone. Yeah, at least the 15. Slain by the chicken finger. (laughs) I always knew it would just happen this way. (laughs) That's crazy. You're you're right, Juan. I should include that. Has anyone ever choked? No, No. thankfully. Knock on wood Wood. right now. Sorry, I just gave you straight (laughs) negative energy. No, thankfully, no one has choked. I had a dude have a seizure at my job one time. Oh, I bet that was fun. Not like in my shop, you know, which oh, is that's why even our, worse because yeah. what do you do? Well, they went outside. Yeah, but what do you do? That's yeah. not technically no longer your, yeah. your problem, but well, I mean, I'm they're not, still yeah. dying. It's like, you're not like you're going to not do anything. Damn, that, he's on the floor. But that's liability at that point. Well, like, I guess you like, have to consider that. Yeah, I, one of my coworkers like looked out and he was like, why is he laying under his truck? He's like, is it not starting? Is he just twitching there? Well, no, he thought What's like... What's going on with him? He thought maybe the truck's not starting. So he opened the door and he looked out and like he was like, you all right, sir? And like he didn't respond. So he was like, oh, man. So he ran over and he was like, he came back in and he was like, this guy's having a seizure. And we're like, so we called 911, right? Good, good. And then like we walked up and we're like, we didn't know what to do because, you know, I mean, dude's like having a seizure. So we we're like, oh, sh- shit, you know? Uh, So I think we like tried to... Put like a wallet in his mouth so he wouldn't swallow his tongue or something like that, right? Like that's the thing. That's an old urban legend, yeah. And so like, uh, but the thing was, it's not funny. But what the thing was is that he got up and then like he didn't recognize us, so he like just <laughs> swung at like the person who was trying to help him, and it clocked it clocked that person in the face. And like I remember my other coworker being like, like <laughs> kind of posting up. Like, <laughs> like, I can't hit, really, I can't no, hit you can't him. Hit him, yeah, yeah, but. I want to hit him. Yeah. <laughs> then we got him, like, calm down. Like, the, you know, they showed up and they're like, let's get him out of here. And we're like, all right, cool. And he was fine. <laughs> yeah. That crazy. sounds like a fucking day, dude. It was nuts. <laughs> yeah. It was like the most exciting thing that's happened in a long time. Uh, yeah. I don't really have any stories like that. That's crazy. I uh, would think in the service industry, especially considering, you know, like, it, like with a bar being around here or something, you'd have like a nutty. Yeah. You get, you get the usual. A little rowdy, but. Yeah. Mostly, especially in our establishment, they I think they kind of feel guilty anytime that they 
do lash out a little bit. They're just like, oh, I thought oh, you were going to say guilty for having a seizure. I'm like, <laughs> I meant lash. It's not, really, it's not really your fault. No. <laughs> but no I'm no. so sorry I had a seizure at your establishment. I'm so sorry, sir. I didn't mean to convulse over your dining room. It's okay, Mr. Big Boy. <laughs> How about another bottle of Dom? <laughs> <laughs> That'll help you. <laughs> So now that the now that the meal's over, how do you how do you politely ask for a tip? Oh, you don't. I don't. Like you don't like say something like to kind of like convey like, oh hey, did kind of a good job. Nope. That's crazy. I I, I would I don't. I don't. I always I, I I'd put the down. check I'd put the check down and like kind of start tapping with <laughs> the tips and be like, hey, just heads up. That's that's <laughs> the goal. <laughs> that's there. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, 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 I legitimately don't do that. That's me. Um, I, I prefer like a, I prefer places where they just give me the gratuity like pre-put on the check. I, I like that a lot more. Now, see, we do that, but with the way my business runs, like you get, like it gets printed out at the bottom of the receipt, but then you also get like places to put room charge this because we, I work at a hotel. Mm-hmm. So you can't really do that because then they're just going to fill out the bottom, not give you a card or a room charge card or anything that would Go qualify as thing. payment. Yeah. <laughs> and they just fill it out and leave it there because Dude, that's nice, they're though. so... No. No, no. I mean, it's nice that you can put a credit card like towards the, the whole stay. So that, like, whenever I go to no, the, that's really cool. Yeah. So but, when I go to the bar, I don't have to think about the fact that I just spent sixty dollars. Yeah, you just say put it on the room, yeah, and it's like, all ah. together. I get that. What doesn't work with people that are a little more mature, <laughs> they don't realize that they have not given me any kind of payment. They mm-hmm. have not told me what room they stay in or what the name it says, what the room is. <laughs> they just say, uh, or any credit card. Put it on the room. No, they just sign it. They don't even tell me anything. They sign it and then leave it and walk away. So then you got to kind of like chase them so, down. So, yeah, then I need to figure out how are they staying here? <laughs> maybe it's just a random person that came in. What room are you staying in? Like, may- maybe they're not even staying there. I Therefore, I cannot charge them at all. Just knocking door to door. That's why I have to cut that whole bottom part off and deliver it and tell them, like, no, you need to give me Money. something. You have to. Yeah. You can give me the uh, the little charge <laughs> room charge card. You can give me your credit card. It's not about waking up. You can up. give me cash. You're you just have to the, give me something. Standing at the end of the bed. <laughs> sir, sir. So I have not been paid for last night's you, uh, no, you don't dinner. S- you don't say anything. You're just staring, <laughs> just looking them, looking at them sleep, and they wake up and they're like, oh. oh, size, huh? There you go. That should cover it. Money, That's money. two bucks. <laughs> That's two bucks. Buy yourself something nice. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys listening to our fine dining etiquette episode of the podcast. Now, I, I wish you've learned just a little bit more. Just a about little bit. Yeah, we have an expert with us, you know. <laughs> I'm not an expert in anything like that, you know. He's I'm not an, an expert. expert. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> I'm with Southwestern fine etiquette. I'll put <laughs> which, it that way. Which is like a one star in a big city. <laughs> yeah. I go to New York, I am. Let's put it that way. Uh, excuse me, sir. You looked me in the eyes. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still learning. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Come here. Mm. Mm, thank you tastes like chocolate <laughs> i'm allergic to chocolate <laughs> anyways <laughs> anyways i'm thanks richard for, i'm one thanks for listening to the podcast we appreciate you guys uh you know 
please rate, rate subscribe, all that good shit. Leave a it, review. It, please. We really depend on it. It helps with our algorithm. It helps with us reaching more people like you that just want to be entertained for Viewers a Viewers like you. I'm Richard. I'm Juan. Shoot from, from the hip. The hip. <laughs>